When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Alex Brandt, Bernard Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Brandt, Dan Chesky, and Andy Brandt Bernard. And we'll be right back. Kristen Burt will join us right after this. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the Walzer world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finished number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J-Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Well, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales, leaders go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Hey folks, it's Brian Zepp, and spring is finally here. If you're like me, you're seriously ready for some wind therapy. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, or Sport Bike, you'll find what you need at DennisKirk.com. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. We're rocking out, man. That's all I have. 
say to you. What do you think of that? We are back. Kristen Burt joins us. Dan Chesky's in studio. Other than that, the family. Andy's here. Alex is here. Catherine's here. Some other guy. I can't remember his name. Tom something. So, Kristen, what is the latest? Oh, my goodness. I think the, the big news that I've been following is the fact that Broadcast TV is really officially dead, and I think it that yep. that declaration came uh, over the last few days when ABC announced that they are moving Dancing with the Stars to Disney Plus. Yep. And if this this will be just so everyone knows, this will be the first live reality competition show on a streaming network in the United States once it's moved mm. there in the fall. If this is a success. I expect American Idol to follow. I expect The Bachelor to follow. A lot of these shows are not making money any longer for the network, and they can't afford to keep them running. So if you move it to Disney+, Plus, you can make money off of subscriptions. You know what's interesting about that, uh, and and I'm going to be very open about this, but I have been all along, to tell you the truth. That works for video uh, on broadcast television or streaming the problem that newspapers have and radio has, newspapers don't work at all anymore. You can go online, but you hop from one to another to another. Nobody ever reads the newspaper from cover to cover anymore. They just pop on the Internet and read certain little stories. And I don't know if they even notice the advertising that's on. Do you, can you tell me, by if you go check and check out reading the newspaper, what ad you've seen in the Star Tribune or the L.A. Times or whatever? Can you name one ad that you no. see every time? No. So that doesn't work either. And the other one, of course, would be radio. And I would tell you, radio has about maybe five years left. And radio does not transfer to podcasting like people think it does. People think, well, we'll just we'll just do it as podcasts then. It doesn't work that way. Not a lot of, unless you know this, that, and the other thing, you can't just take people off the radio and put them on, on, on streaming or on, on the podcasting and think it's going to work because it's not going to work. Some will work. But not a lot of it, I'm telling you. People like Adam Carolla work, Joe Rogan works. I mean, Adam Carolla was a, had a, was a big morning show guy, and it did work for him. But um, the, the, the radio, television, newspapers have got major problems. There's no doubt about that. And it also creates a, a problem when it comes to people who don't have disposable income to constantly be subscribing to, whether yes. it's a serious network or whether it's a streaming network or even a newspaper. And I've heard from a lot of people saying, I can't afford to add another streaming network just to watch Dancing with the Stars for 10 weeks. No, that's a very good point. So I don't know what they're going to do about that. I mean, my God, we we just, our inflation rate right now is at the exact same rate it was in 1981 when the economy nearly just drove us right off uh, the, the cliff. So that money's going to get even tighter. So I don't know. What are they going to do about that, Kristen? I mean, that money's going to get very tight. It is going to get tight. And I can't imagine people who have large families right now just trying to grocery shop. Yeah. You know, it's just my husband and I, and we kind of balance it between eating out and eating in that, that type of situation. But I, I do keep track of, of what I spend at the grocery store because we go about every two weeks for the grocery store. And mm-hmm. it is... I mean, it is like triple. Oh, God, it's insane it's right now. It's hey, Do you go to the grocery store and it's under $100 ever anymore? Yeah, hardly. Very ever. rarely. Jesus. No, only I if you're a... like running to pick something up. Right. Yeah. 
Exactly. That's not about real it. Order. Well, it's, you know, it's funny because sometimes I will pick some things up and I know I'm like, oh, this is usually about a, a 20 to $25 order. And susuddenly it's 50. Mm-hmm. It's, it gives me a heart attack and you know, we are okay. But I, I worry for, for friends I know who are struggling or for friends I know who have big families. I'm like, how is yeah. anyone affording this? I'd be digging up my backyard right now, starting a garden because just to even save on produce. No, I understand. Absolutely. It, it's it's going to be interesting. Look, I mean, all this stuff's going to survive. You can watch, uh, you know, streaming uh, on, uh, you know, like you said, Hulu, Amazon, Netflix, whatever else you got out there. Um, as far as reading the newspaper, like I said, that's the one I, that may be a massive problem. Because, as I said, you and the radio will work, too, but you're going to have to adjust it. You can't just do a radio show on podcasting. It doesn't work. When you come on and do a show as a podcast, that'll work just fine, and I'm sure they have. But they're going to have to come to an understanding. You need to adjust to be on digital with a radio show. You have to adjust, right? Yeah, and and some people failed to adjust years ago, which is when they should have been adjusting, and this is where we are at now. Mm -hmm. The networks were so slow to adjust. A lot of radio stations very slow to adjust, Yeah, and now they're scrambling to catch up. Yeah, there's no question about that. I mean, the biggest problem that they got with most of these things is people under 30 years old do not use any of it and never have. So they don't even know it exists. I mean, that's that's a major problem for television, radio and the newspapers. They just they people under 30 don't. Alex and Andy, you've got friends under 30. They don't. Well, I was talking to Dana, Alex, on our trip. Yeah. And she never listens to the radio, doesn't watch television, doesn't read the newspaper. She doesn't do any of those things. Nope. She catches up, you know, on streaming, and she catches up on podcasting, and she catches up on the other things. But they're totally different. So I'd be a little careful if I were with all those companies. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, it makes me laugh, too, when I hear that networks are trying to chase like a younger demographic. They're like, we're really just looking for that you know, 18 to 40. And they're really trying to capture like 18 to 25, to be honest. Yes. And sometimes I think, not gonna happen. they're not watching TV. What are you talking about? They might catch the clip on YouTube or on Twitter or somewhere yep. on Instagram. And they don't Instagram. have disposable income anyway. They are not watching. Especially oh, yeah, they're now. all struggling with um, student loans. Yep. Student loans and inflation. So I, I I read something that the Postal Service won't service Santa Monica anymore. Yeah, that's exactly right. Too much, uh, too much violence they're, against postal. Well, workers. Yeah, they're being Santa attacked Monica. for for some reason. They're attacking postal <laughs> they're carriers. Attacking postal workers in Santa Monica. What? <laughs> I thought Santa Monica was a really nice high end area, isn't it? Wasn't it? Santa Monica has always been a high end area with the. Honestly, they have had the homeless issue or the unhoused issue, as we should say, um, for a very long time, longer than the rest of L.A. It's now just spread to the rest of the city because they were willing to because they're by the beach. It's warm there. You know, it's a nice community. They were always willing to kind of work with the unhoused um, situation. But the city, and we've got a mayoral election coming up that's going to be, that's going to be the, the number one topic is how to deal with the right. unhoused in the city. I like that. Does that mean now when I take a shower, I get unpantsed to go into the shower? Unpantsed. Yes. Yep. You're going to get unpantsed. <laughs> unpantsed, unshirted. So, but if you're not going to get your mail, do you have to pay your bills? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or notifications well, Andy, from the government. Well, it was only a block. Is that correct? 
Oh, uh, yeah, I think they said it's the 1300 block on some. Oh, it's only a block. Yeah. Oh. They just won't go over there. Yeah, I would, huh. that would be a city crisis. If it oh, was, yeah, uh, it absolutely yeah. would. Let's see, I can find it. Let's see, it is the uh, 1300 block of 14th Street. Why are they attacking postal yeah. workers, Why? though? What, what's in it for them? No one's stopping Mail them. Mail fraud? They're probably... Well, you know what's weird, too, though? Because the, the home, uh, the unhoused, I keep on trying to issue, unhoused. is really bad. Um, is really bad, usually closer toward the, the touristy areas, like 3rd Street. So I'm surprised that it's 14th Street. There must be an encampment there, is my guess. Yeah. So I have a problem. I have a question for you. What's the difference in the description of unhoused or homeless? They mean the exact same thing. One is new, one's old, old's bad. No, yes. old is just bad. That's it's automatic. Right. Homeless is a bad thing. Some How politician decided that, yeah, unhoused sounds more like unhoused. it's your fault than the well, it's like who colored people versus people of color. It's you yeah. literally just switch them around, and all of a sudden it goes from racist and genocidal to good and pure. It's yeah, it, it makes, makes no, no sense. sense to me. Well, no, it makes no. It's also the evolution language. of language. I think too. I think that that is you know. Well, there's evolution, and then there's guided evolution, I guess you could call it. It's like the intelligent design of language. Yes, that's exactly right. I don't know. We'll see how it all works out in the end. But um, Okay, so i got a Kristen's take on this. Tonight, Catherine's abandoning me, going out with her buddies. Oh okay, I'll be, I'm abandoned. I'll be wow. all alone. How dare you have a life, Mom? God. Yeah, I know. How dare you have a life? Yeah. A ladies' night out? Ladies' night with cocktails or something fun? I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping, hoping to get rid of Tom and have a cocktail. It'll be bo- so. Everybody's telling me to watch Nightmare Alley. What do you think? Oh yeah, I think you would like it. It's right. It's right up your alley. Ha ha. Um, get it. Honestly. Nightmare Alley is up my alley. Yeah. All right. So you think it's not yeah, too long? I haven't seen it yet. No. Well, it's a I don't two and a half hours long. Is. Should we check the running time for you? It's two and a half. Two hours. and a half hours. Oh, that's rather okay, long. Watch maybe that. take a break at an hour and 15. You know, that <laughs> might take, a, take a walking break. Yeah. I don't understand why you or, won't or split them up. Yeah, I could do that. Watch half the night and half the Yeah, I think night. that's a really good idea yeah, for these movies that, that are over two hours for you. I will give it a whirl. Hey, just uh, watch Ethan for a few days. You'll never watch a movie straight again. No. <laughs> why? <laughs> because he's a five-month-old baby. Yeah, not how it works. You watch half an hour, and you got to go put him to bed, or you got to, you know, p- play with him or whatever. Change your diaper. And then you'll change go watch something. another half an hour, and then you got to wake him up, or you got to you know, change him. <laughs> Poor Ethan. Well, how'd the sleep training go? Fine. They didn't actually do sleep training. They just moved him into his bedroom. That's not sleep training. <laughs> What? By the way, they just oh, moved the baby. Sleep I know, but it, that's not what sleep training is. Moving a kid into a different room is not sleep training. Well, he didn't like you it at first for a couple days. Well, but, but then he got over it. Does he got a sleep sack? Yeah. He has. Right, this kid has so many Every sleep gizmo. things. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He's yeah, not really swaddled anymore. It's shocking. He's not really. Well, he hasn't he's been in swaddled the snoo. in a while. That's basically a swaddle. He's strapped down like a straight jacket. We don't actually use it like that. We just put the straps around him so he doesn't turn over. Well, yeah. He's not actually I mean, he's, in the snoo sleep sack. But he's strapped down. Yeah. So it's kind of like I like all the new videos where the babies like raise their arms in the morning. Oh yeah, he does that all the time. Yep. Oh yeah, they unstrap them and their arms shoot up. Yeah. 
<laughs> I love that. It makes me know, so happy cute. to watch. Just stretching out. <laughs> yeah. So cute. See? That's all you need to know. I did love having kids, though. I know, you know, Andy, you're struggling through it and all that, but having kids is pretty terrific, don't you think? It's good stuff. Good Great experience. Stuff. I love my, my It'll be my better kids stuff in five years or so. It depends on the kid. Because yeah. some kids, it's like at two. I have so many friends that they're like, oh, my gosh, they hit two and they're an absolute nightmare. But my kids were, I didn't have, two was fine. Three, Fawn had a difficult year. Yes. Sage is... She felt all the feelings at She three. felt every, everyone just hit her. Mm-hmm. And then th- Sage still hasn't really hit, like, a really difficult... I mean, he was a, he was a hands-on baby. A lot, of, a lot of holding and stuff. But, like, as a kid, he hasn't reached quite yet. Yeah. There's also know. a difference between a baby and a kid. Because yeah, a baby yes. is basically just, like, nothing but helplessness. Yeah, pretty much. Whereas a kid, it's more of, a, like, a person... I guess you could say. That still can't yeah. do anything. Well, they can, like, at least, you know, a lot wake help. up by themselves or, you know, eat without you having to actually hold their food in their mouths. Yeah. It's very different. Yeah, there you have it. I don't know. So, I don't know. Like I said, I love having kids. And I'll tell you, honest God, Andy, you'll like to hear this, too, I'm sure. But uh, being down at Disney World with the, uh, with the kids, the three-year-old, the five-year-old, it was fantastic. It was just, you're going to love that whole time. Kids just so excited, so happy, or so scared, or so, you know, laughing like mad people. You're going to love that, Andy. It's going to be so much fun for you. Mm-hmm. Don't you think, Alex? Well, it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting how different my children are in so many ways. Because it's like, you know, they always say it's like oh, you yeah, get one of different. each and whatever. And it's like, like Sage, when he's yeah. overtired, he gets really squirrely and like, kind of like, zany and fawn gets crabby i always was when i was a kid i remember yeah and fawn gets zany fawn gets crabby and like a little bit mean when she's overtired and then like sage doesn't want to be afraid of anything whereas fawn is like i'm very sensitive and i don't want to do that and so like the disney world experience was very it's different for both of them but then at the same time they both have so much fun yeah well exactly but, like, as, I mean, as an adult, it's a lot. I mean, we're, we were at the Magic Kingdom for 11 hours. Yeah, that's, I wouldn't be able oh, to do I'm that. Oh, I'm still tired. And we, I'm still exhausted. And we went on, like, 12 <laughs> rides, and it was downpouring half the day. And so it was just, like, a lot. Well, after three or four rides, I'm down. like, yeah, I'm good. I don't know. We just. Well, I'd love to ask, because this is in the news, people boycotting Disney. Did you, did it feel like people were boycotting? No. It? No. 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 Uh-uh. Absolutely not. That's what I feel. I feel like this is all just a in name. Like, oh yes, we're boycotting. Yeah, you know, well, I, I just mean, feel like you got to live your life. I mean, you can't just you know, if if a company decides that they're going to just be involved in politics, I mean, it's just like whatever. I guess. Right. I mean, it's just stupid to spend. spend you know, your company. Money or don't spend your money. It's totally fine. You know. Well, exactly. It's like I read a tweet. I read a tweet the other day where um, a guy was in a Marriott hotel and he went to work out and the television was on Fox News. And 65,000 of his followers are no longer ever going to be a Marriott member again. And they're canceling their vacations because the television was on Fox News. (laughs) That's what kind of ridiculous world we live in. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, Disney yeah, World specifically, I mean, there could be a radioactive cloud striking the ground with lightning bolts turning people into mutants, and people would still go to Disney World. <laughs> Nothing is going to stop no. millions and millions of, of people from going there every no. day. No. Absolutely not. There's so much criticism right now with the CEO, Bob Chapek, on both sides, actually. People who love Disney but are upset by a lot of the financial changes, all the genie passes, all the... the yep. high, yes, that um, is a pain yep. in the ass. There's that. And then you have the political well, issue, and people are still going. I mean, Disneyland no, is... Disney World the will never, world. yeah, they'll never suffer unless, like, 90% of the population well, dies. I have to say, the new Genie Pass, you're already spending 130 bucks on a ticket to go in. What's another $15? Yes, I mean, really. Truly. I mean, it's 145 bucks. Well, yeah, okay. you, want, you want to get it, a hamburger, it's a ton, it's a ton of money. $70. You don't want to get and a the soda, $15, the $15 is money well spent. Yeah. After you finally figure out how the damn thing works... Because on their websites, it's like, it's so, it, it, it over explains it so much that you can't understand what they're talking about. Yeah, it's, we had to go up to a information thing and be like, what actually is happening? Because there's yeah. no, on the thing, it really <clears throat> gives yeah. very little information. And then at 7 o'clock in the morning, everyone can book their first ride. So you better be up at by seven. But then to get you it can't. Done. But then it's like, oh, you can book them every two hours. But then it's not until every two hours after the park is open. So you book your first thing at seven, <laughs> but then you can't book a thing at nine. You have to wait until ten thirty because the park opens at eight thirty. It's like what? It's so dumb. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, they could streamline that a lot better. But I, I talked to a guest. A services person and the reason why they did that is because the old fast pass system everybody who stayed in a resort park got first dibs on the fast passes and so the people that just were walking up and buying a ticket for the day they couldn't get on any of the rides with their fast pass so this is supposed to make it more of an even playing field yeah. So I, that's why they did it. Which I think it makes sense. That makes sense. If but you're... then you can still buy a lightning lane pass if it's available for another $11 per person. Yeah, but I never <laughs> even figured out how to do that. I was like, I can't even. Well, I we went understand. on Ratatouille with a lightning. I know, but I don't even know how that's you how did that. It's just. It just was underneath the ride on the. Um, I know, but it just, but it just randomly app. pops up sometimes. Yep. It's not yep. something that it's like, oh, I want to do this ride. Click, buy, done. It's no. like, oh, it just happens to be on there this instant buy it like Man, feels, yeah there's some feels like if you want to get on a disney world ride you have to like play saw kind of it's like you have to put ten dollars into well, this or box you can just stand or you can just stand in line <laughs> or you can for just, two hours for three, yeah two three hours well no, no depending on the ride the only rides that had really long lines were the mine train yeah at disney world which we've when never, we were which there, we've uh, never the Peter been Pan ride was like an hour and a half no, the wait wasn't that long. The line just took forever because of COVID physical distancing. People yeah. did not physically distance. No, they, we had to weave through a oh, shutdown store yeah. and yeah. everything. That, it was yes. ridiculous. That was last It was year. literally that like was a half year. mile long line. Yeah. It was insane. It was, the wait was only like 25 minutes, but the line was like Man. nuts. You had to walk along. A lot of yeah. walking. And then well, Disney had better get their act together you. about their horrible, horrible food in, Disney, food in the Magic Kingdom. In the Magic Kingdom, it is Terrible. so bad. Next year, I'm like, I'm packing us all TV and J's. 
Epcot's food is amazing. Is everything still um, through the app where you have to order the food? Yep. Yes. Um, okay. Unless you've got reservations, which, of course, you have to do six months to a year in advance. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're never getting a yeah, reservation. Yeah, like when we went to the Japanese place, we didn't do anything through the app there. But, yeah, if you want to just, like, pop into a place and get food, you have to order it, and then they'll call you out and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everything's through the app, and the app does not work that great. All right, we do have to take a break here. Okay. We'll take a very quick break and come back. Kristen will make her comment right after this with the family. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. You know, Tom, uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks. Yeah. And uh, I highly recommend betting, of course. I always recommend betting. Yeah, absolutely. So who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. I know, but it's a hell of an HVAC company. They do the most thorough system tune-up in the industry. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. It's also the smartest time to call and schedule your furnace tune-up with Sabre. Get the most thorough tune-up in the industry from the people who keep my home comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here for Continuum Weight and Well-Being. If you were like me and constantly finding yourself in weight loss mode, I have great news. Continuum is here. It's new and they're doing it differently. There are no meal replacements or foods you're required to purchase. They specialize in customizing meal plans for you using all whole nutritious foods. They don't just focus on weight loss. They are upfront with their pricing. And most importantly, Continuum is designed for long-term success. Schedule a free consultation. Find out more today. Simply go to their website, Continuum Weight weightwellbeing.com or call or text them at 952-491-6527 and catch the Continuum team on my podcast on Thursdays, 11.15 a.m. I've learned so much from them, and I know you will too. Continuum Weight and Wellbeing Life Beyond Weight Loss Mode. We are back. Kristen Burt was about to make a comment on our conversation. Do you remember what you were going to say, Kristen? I do. It's not that profound. So people are <laughs> like, we wait a whole commercial break for this. Um, but I, I, I had gone to Disney the day before it reopened here in California. So it was the day that they just did test runs for the cast members. 
and that app was a mess. So it's interesting to hear that a year later, we're hearing that the app still is terrible. Well, it's always yes. been terrible. For as big of a company as Disney is, their app has never been good. It's like you think well, that they'd be able does, to get like the best app creators in the world and make it just super streamlined and easy for everyone to use. Well, they're but trying no. to do everything, unlock your door, do you know, have your hotel reservations on there, your tickets, your order your fast food. pass, your genie, your food, your Everyone merchandise. Hugs. Yeah. I mean, it's just it does so many things that I just don't see how it can be good. How can it be good? How can it be good when you're trying to make the user do all your work for you? Hello, yeah, I even struggled. I'm pretty tech savvy, and I struggled even to enter my credit card so that I could use the app to pay. And it's such right. a point that we wound up having my friend use her app and pay for it. And I just would Venmo her the money at the end of the day. So oh that's how we wound up doing it because it was just so unusable once I got to the park. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it shouldn't it's, be that hard. No, it should not be that hard. No. Yeah, why did the guy make it? Like I said, working for Bob Iger because I, you know, Disney used to own KQRS for many years. Working for Bob Iger was a thrill. I don't know if I'd like working for this new guy though. He just—he's got a weird way of looking at things. What do you think? I have many friends who work for Disney and who worked under Iger and Chapik, and they're—they are having. I, I would say a morale problem. Like, and yeah. I have friends who work at the parks, and I have friends who work at the studios. Uh, and it is—they're going to lose a lot of talent. In fact, a lot of that talent is going over to Universal Studios now. Oh, really? They're on the park side, particularly. Yes, because Universal is seeing an opportunity to take the lead on this, and that they're offering their performers in the parks. They're offering if they work in production side of the parks, if they work on the executive side, they're seeing this as an opportunity to really step things up. And also the visitors are starting to notice all the guests are a lot of them here, especially in Southern California. We have a big choice. You can get a Knott's Berry farm season pass, a Disney season pass, a universal mm-hmm. season pass. A lot of them are skipping the Disney passes because they're too expensive with too many blackout dates and they're going to universal studios instead. Yeah. I will say though, universal studios is, <clears throat> I mean, as somebody with young kids, I wouldn't go to Universal Studios. You see, Melissa and I went by ourselves, and we like Universal more than Disney World, but that's because Disney World is really meant for kids. Yeah, the Magic Kingdom and Epcot, it's like, that's, it's for them. It's like Universal, it's like, like I had a friend that took her kids, she's an eight-year-old and a five-year-old, who's really tall for her age, the five-year-old, and she was like, yeah, we went to um, Harry Potter World, and she's like... Claire could go on one ride. Yeah. It's not really meant for anyone under probably 12. And I'm like, yeah, why would you take your kids? You could, They can't fit on anything. No. <laughs> like, it's weird. But, but that's the thing. Once your kids hit, like, the teen era, like, oh, yeah. that's the only place they're going to want to go. And yep. it's going to yeah. be a blast. And it's more affordable. That's the other thing. It's more affordable. And if you're going to Orlando, your Universal Passes, you're getting a lot of bang for your buck with those parks. There's Although so will many, s- like, thrill rides and everything else. Yeah. I will say, though, that the Harry Potter thing, they've really just, it's kind of a, I don't, because there's some Harry Potter rides at Universal, and then you can take a train to the other Harry Potter rides at Islands of Adventure, but then you have to have a ticket 
a separate ticket yep. for Islands of Adventure yep, to be able reason. to do those. So it's like it ends up being crazy expensive if you just want to do all the hair. Like if people are just like, I'm here for the Harry Potter rides, you know, yeah. it turns into this whole thing because mm -hmm. they're not even together and you need a second ticket and – I don't know. Well, the Harry Potter world is very much for diehard fans, too. Yes, yes. You can get a wand, you can get a robe, yeah. you know, you can get your, uh, the, what do you call it, the homunculus or whatever the hell? Homunculus? <laughs> yeah, um, well, no, you, you said get your hum homunculus. Can... Oh, my God. Now I can't think of What's the What's a homunculus? It's not a homunculus. It's a familiar, I think. No. Oh, my God. Well, that's what the witches, like... In classical literature, when oh, a, a yeah. witch it's has like a, a a pet that's a, it's their familiar. But sweet you know Jesus, what I mean. now you maybe someone in the chat will know what we're talking. It's not about. even close to homunculus either. No, no but um, you know that's you, that's what you go there for. Patronus, Patronus, you can yeah, but you can immerse yourself in the uh, in the world of Harry Potter. You can dress up. You can eat like it's Harry Potter. You can go on the Quidditch broom, et cetera, et cetera. And drink so your butter beer. It is. It's more like you know. I want to be in Harry Potter for the day. Yeah. Whereas the other parks are kind of like, let's go to, let's go to Men in Black. Let's go to the Simpsons. Let's go mm -hmm. to you know Back to the Future or whatever. I will say the Simpsons ride is amazing. The Simpsons ride was closed when we went there. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. I I've highly, I highly recommend the Simpsons ride if you go there. It's really, really yeah, cool. We went into the Quickie Mart, but that was like the only thing that was open. Oh yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, we did the. The Ratatouille ride that's new at Epcot is amazing, too. Oh, my gosh. That was incredible. Not according to Fawny, it wasn't. Tom said it was terrible. Mm. On the way Tom back from Epcot, she was like, horrible. raise her hand if you thought that Ratatouille ride was horrible. Well. And she's, like, raising her hand by herself. And we're just like, this is... Yeah, democracy rules, kid. That's all you. And I was like, she just gets over... She gets overwhelmed. Strong opinions. Oh, yeah. She definitely has strong opinions. And she's just... She's a highly sensitive child. So she just gets overwhelmed by lots of... Sound movement yeah. whipping around. Oh God! I remember when I was a little kid going on some of like the lamest rides. I was like terrified. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because you just get overwhelmed. Yeah, it's, just it's so all it's, very. It's, it's a lot. Well, it's like you know, like some things are an okay volume for most people, but then to other people, it's like this is five times louder than. Yeah, actually, one of my uh, earliest memories of Disney World, I remember. We were seeing, like, fireworks or something in front of the castle. Yeah. And I had just recently learned in school that if you hear too loud of a sound, you can go deaf. So oh, I God. was worried. You were that, afraid uh -oh. you were going to go deaf. I was worried that mom and dad were deaf because they were higher and closer to the fireworks. <laughs> so I kept, like, saying mom and dad to see if they could hear me. Oh, my God. And it wasn't that's the kind of kid I was. Yeah, that's and that's and Fawn is very similar. Like two weeks or last week, she just kept on wanting to watch fire, like videos of um, fire, safety, fire yeah. escape plans mm -hmm. from your house. Mm -hmm. Like you know, they're just like, oh, always make sure you have two ways out and touch the door with the back mm -hmm. of your hand and all these things. She was just like, I want to watch more fire safety videos, more fire safety videos. And then she just didn't, I didn't hear anything about it. And then two nights ago, she woke up three times in the middle of the night. And she's like, I'm really, really scared that there's a fire in our house. And she was like shaking. Oh oh. It's a scary concept. And last night I was like, we have, I was like, we have fire alarms. That's why they're there. Mm -hmm. Like there's, you don't ever have to worry about a fire 
being in our house that we're not going to know about. And she's like, what if the fire alarms don't work? And I was like, well, we test them. We make sure. And I was like, our fire alarms are hardwired to our electricity in our house. So we don't even have to worry about batteries going dead. Yeah, they're really nice. And I was, I was like, we can, I can blow out a candle in front of one of them tomorrow. If you want to hear how loud it is. And she was like, I think that would just be too loud. And I'm like, okay. Quite loud. Yes. I was like, our cats don't like it. Yeah, but I was like, just know that it's fine. And she's like, I just am. So it was like she was really into the idea of like just knowing about fire safety. And then she was like, well, now I'm horrified of fires. Mm -hmm. Because one of the fire safety videos, a couch just randomly burst into flames. That's what happens in real life. And she was and in the video while we were watching it, I was like, don't worry. Couches don't just combust (laughs) into flames. And then last night she was like, what if our couch just starts on fire? And I'm like, that wouldn't happen unless somebody like left a lit candle on it, which we're not going to do because we're not dumb. But yeah, I know the things that kids, it's like, and I feel like Fawn's similar to you, Andy, in a lot of ways too, because it's like, she'll think about something for like a week. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, I mm-hmm. know how I feel about this now. You for like, yeah. Yeah. A long time. Yep. I know. Oh yeah. It's... I was always like that as a kid. Yep. It all works out in the end though, because look how well you mm-hmm. both turned out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. God you see bless. what I'm saying? Exactly. You know. So what else is going on out in Hollywood out there, Kristen Burt? Oh my gosh, I think we're still. I'm like I. Whoa! What is happening? I think Kristen just dropped her mic. What in the world? Who did? What was that? What? I think something happened to your mic. Yeah, it was like Kristen's mic. Yeah, it was weird. I'm here. We can hear you now. Yeah. You're fine. Okay. Don't worry about a thing. So, like, yeah, Kristen. So, what um, else is there? Anyway, TV, yeah, the uh, Will Smith Academy, that's still the other oh, like, yeah. big mess oh, yes. that they're still mopping up. And, you know, he, it's, it's going to be fine in terms of, you know, he's banned for 10 years, no big deal. But I think the Academy really needs to start looking at, like, why weren't there safety measures in place, the security. Yeah, yeah that's and, a good question. Yeah. We need to watch some slapping yeah. safety videos. I'm like, why do they just let people randomly walk up on stage? Well, it's not you Pete. It's Will Smith. It's I know, a, but anybody. You know, I mean. You can't, you can't let them do that. Well, it's yeah. because right. a lot of, like, the most famous Oscars moments of the past involved the walk-ups. Yeah. So they were like, oh, maybe he's going to, like, you know, riff on Chris Rock or something. But no. Not that is so. Not the way it went. Not so. Because if he had just riffed on him, just walked up and started doing material about Chris Rock or something, yeah. right. the people would have loved that. Yes. That would have yeah, given true. them a huge ratings boost. And they that's probably true. were like, oh, well, of course that's what he's going to do because that would be like, you know, the wise Normal. the wise course of action. But no, that's not what happened. Incorrect. I just, why, is there any understanding, Chris, about why he did that? And to go, and he's done that before, by the way. People don't realize he has slapped people before. He likes hitting people he for some reason. He a reporter. Remember that? Yes. yes. He slapped somebody else. He did? He slapped a red carpet reporter. And the, the, the red carpet reporter was known to be a nuisance and harassing celebrities, but it did happen. Like, other celebrities have been interviewed by this person, then they walk away, but Will Smith slapped him. It was a yeah, Ukrainian jokester, apparently, named Vitaly Sediuk. I don't know how to pronounce Ukrainian name. Yeah. Uh, he posed as a reporter. Let's see here. I need to load the rest of the article here. Uh, he was doing interviews in Moscow, 
And, oh, well, apparently Vitaly tried to kiss Will Smith. Okay. Oh, well, I remember that. Yeah, that's <laughs> like sexual I harassment. Remember. That didn't work out. Not good. God, why? I, I still, Chris and I know that, that people disagree with me quite a bit, and I, I don't know for sure, but I still get the feeling that thing was all fixed. It was fake. You know? know. A lot of people no, think it was, that. It was real. That was real. The Why would they let him because just no one walk goes, up on stage? I, I don't know, but the one thing I will say is no one is ever out to ruin their Oscar night because no one's ever going to remember Will Smith winning an Oscar. And no one's going to remember that Oscar ceremony except for Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. And Chris Rock didn't want to be slapped. I mean, there's so many things that this whole thing was not a publicity stunt. Because there's no winners in, in this at all. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it. Other than Chris Rock, because he took it like a man. Yeah, he did well with that. I was surprised. Yeah, I thought he did really well with that. Ceremony going on, but what if he had fought? I mean, this would have been good. Huge debacle. I don't know what you're talking about. Who do you know that would have punched Will Smith right in the face? I don't know anyone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I could not put up with something like that. There, there was no excuse for him to act the way he did, and I just. I've never cared for him anyway, to be honest. Everybody loves Will Smith. I've never understood the, the adoration of this man. I think he's an be, okay he was actor. like he was really cool among like younger, probably like I don't know, twelve, you know, teenagers or tweens back yeah. in the nineties. And that's when you had to like have been, I think, to be really like a big Will Smith fan. I would you know, think. back when Men in Black came out, Fresh Prince, of course. Oh yeah, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, you had true. to you had to be young to appreciate, especially Fresh Prince, because it was about a teenager who was uh, you know transplanted into this strange new world. Has any His life has, got flipped turned upside down? Has that Belair come out? Yes, it started. People think what are, it's not good. Yeah, it looks real weird. What is it? Bel Air. It's like a, it's a remake. remake. But it's but not it's like not a, a re, yeah. It's, it's like how he it's like yes. how he got to. Well, no, Bel-Air. it's the same story. Oh, it it's is? just the gritty reboot. Oh, I thought version. it was like a prequel yeah, it's a kind of thing. Version, a reimagining of it yeah. is probably the yeah. best way to So call now, it. yeah, like uh, Uncle Phil, instead of being like the kind but yet stern dad, father figure, I think he's like the member of like the Black Mafia or something now. <laughs> naturally. And naturally. Uh, yeah, um, Will, I think, is like a hardened criminal now, something really? like that. Yeah, they went real overboard on like the. Yeah, making it edgy and gritty. But why would you why. want to do that? I don't know. No, no, no one can sense. figure that out, why he went that direction, because it's not what people wanted. No. That makes no sense. And plus the fact, why would you want people to think that a person of color is a thug? Why would you want them to think that? I, that makes no sense. Well, they probably saw Empire and were like, yeah, let's just do that. I was going to say, yeah. it seems very similar to Empire. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Empire mm-hmm. in the Fresh Prince world, basically. Mm-hmm. How's that psychopath doing, by the way, there, Kristen? Oh, your yeah. buddy. What happened to him? Who? What's his Who's face? Who's my latest psychopath? The uh, guy that pretended Empire. to be attacked. Oh, Jesse Smollett? Empire. Yeah. Jesse oh, that's Smollett. right. He was oh, on oh. Empire, wasn't he? Yeah. Yep, he was. How's he doing? Yeah. Well, isn't, uh, is he in jail or out of jail? He was out of jail because he got convicted. <laughs> yeah. And he's yep, still he's saying a, he's that it was appeal. true, doesn't isn't he? Yeah, whatever. And he's true, and then he's <laughs> no one believes um, he was he's her. He's been released from jail, though. So, I was going to say because he was he got released after he was convicted. 
Yeah, he, he did, out, absolutely. Out on appeal, that's what it is. Yep, he's yeah. out on appeal, and he's still just running his mouth and claiming he's the victim. He, he's locked into this whole woke thing beautifully. I'm the victim here. Well, I don't no, think not. he has anything to do with the woke culture. I think he has everything to do with he's crazy. Well, I well, think it might true. be a little yeah, yeah, both. Say, it's a, that's yeah, a mental like, health that's issue. A different thing. Seems like it. evidence that just points directly towards him planning this with those twin, those brothers... Yeah, they yeah. yeah aren't they like yeah? He hired us to do this. Like oh yeah, they ratted yeah, him out. They cashed the check. Yeah, yeah like yeah, and he's still evidence like evidence is all there. So. Yeah, he's just a little. He's cuckoo for cocoa. He so. is cuckoo for well, cocoa like puffs. Send your money. Obviously, the lawyers are willing to take it. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. I don't know. I think Hollywood's going to have to go through a period where people. I, I, I'm not really wild about Hollywood right now. That just this, all of this whole thing that's going on there, it just. Ugh. Oh my gosh! I was reading. This is kind of a sidebar. Let's say that about Washington D.C. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah you about got like that kind right of everyone else is new. I was reading this thing yesterday. I think it was. It was like eerie things that children have said. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes they just say like weird stuff. And there was all these things. And then there was this one woman that she was like, my son was about four years old and he's autistic and he had a lot of speech delays. And he said mm. like maybe one to two words and a lot of things were really mumbly and it was hard to understand him. And she's like, we were playing a board game when he was four years old and he just stands up and clear as day, like an like a announcer person said, he said, the year was 2023 and the world was burning. <laughs> I was like, oh God, oh, oh God, oh. <laughs> and she's like, and that's and it. Oh my God! I know. I was like, scary. okay, I, this kid's freaking me out. I'm nervous. I'm just gonna like go. I don't know. Like they said, I'm just gonna become Amish and be far away from everyone for a couple of years. So everything straightens wise. itself out. <laughs> might be the wise choice, Alex. I'm just telling you, it might be oh a really God. smart choice. Yeah, but these People some of these nuts. things these kids said, I was like, okay. Is he locked in? Is that the plan? I don't know. Like, there was this one that she was, she said that when she had her second child, she was like, he just felt so familiar to me. Like, I had seen this exact baby before. Really? And she's like, and then, and I just thought it was just like, oh, it was my second kid. And so I just had done this motherhood thing before kind of thing. And then she's like, and when we were, when he was three years old, we were driving and I stopped at a four-way stop. And he said, oh, you stopped this time. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, that's where we died last time oh hmm? i know i'm like Ooh. what is happening these children <laughs> keeps getting deja vu in oh, their past lives I know. Time. yeah oh and a bunch of them talked about past lives and a bunch of them talked about how um like there were older siblings that there were like the babies telling me how to speak to god because i'm starting to forget and stuff oh. like that Ooh. There were like a lot of those types of things when they're like, we're a secular family. Like we don't talk about God at all. And then my five-year-old was saying that our one-year-old was telling him how to speak to God because he was starting to forget. I was like, well, okay. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> a little scary. It's a little frightening. Well, it's not frightening. Or they're imaginary it's friends. More... They actually see them like in the yeah. house. Oh, yeah. They visited me last night. They came out of the closet. You yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> Fawn one time said that there was a witch that came out of her um, vent in her ceiling. And she told me like all it's a sorts small of. small witch. She, yeah, it was, she was like, yeah. she's really small. She's about the size, size of Sage when she was a baby. And she's like, she has a scary face, but she's nice. And she had like all these details about her. And I was like, all right, I'm going to like 
sage this room with mm. my smudge stick. I was like, okay, <laughs> say a prayer. I don't know. And then she never brought her up again. So. No, that's good. I guess she's it's a in good way to wrap up a time. show right there. <laughs> have, a, have a little kid that sees things. It's wonderful. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, Kristen. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. All right, Mr. Chesky, thank you so much for coming by today. You got the spot cut. Everything's yep. looking good. It's all good. All right. We'll talk thank to you, you tomorrow with the family.